Welcome to the Truly Nourish Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women break free from dieting and overeating patterns and transform how they nourish themselves in body, mind, and soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that will help you find more peace and freedom with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. Thank you for being here. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. Thanks for being here. This episode is all about the stages you will go through when you decide to break up with dieting and relearn how to be an intuitive eater and really step into being a truly nourished woman, body, mind, and soul. And there are essentially four main stages that you go through, and I want to share those with you and tell you the details of what those are. But first, I want to use a metaphor to really explain how this journey is going through this process. And so the path to becoming a truly nourished woman is really like embarking on a journey. So imagine, let's say that you decide to go on a six-month trip around the world. Probably before starting on that type of journey, you would want to do some research. You'd want to learn and understand what to expect. And you'd want to know how to prepare for all the different countries you're going to see, the different environments, and the different experiences that you're going to have along the way. And even though you maybe do good research and learn things to prepare before you leave for that trip, there's still going to be some unknowns as you travel, and challenges may pop up, but you still have an idea of the types of things you can expect, you know, because you're a little bit prepared. And so that's why I want to share this episode with you so that you're a little bit prepared for what that journey is like in becoming a truly nourished woman. And, you know, getting back to the metaphor, how easily and efficiently your trip goes is going to depend on things like your understanding of travel, you know, how well traveled are you, but it will also depend on things that you pack or don't pack. It'll depend on your level of fear or level of comfort in new or unexpected situations. It will depend on whether you can communicate well enough with the people you meet along the way and things like that. And during the first part of your trip, it may, it might feel awkward as you're getting used to this new lifestyle as a traveler. But as you go and, you know, time goes on, it's going to start to feel second nature and normal, kind of like, oh, this is my new life. And probably when you get back home after that six months, it's going to take some getting used to your old lifestyle again. So whether it's a trip around the world or relearning how to have a more nourishing and satisfying style of eating, you will go through stages along the way. Anytime we're doing something new, learning something new, becoming something new, we go through stages. And the time required to really progress through each stage varies depending on individual factors. And the amount of time a person needs to stay in a particular stage during their journey 
of becoming a truly nourished woman, of relearning intuitive eating, it's going to depend on various factors, such as the duration of your dieting history, uh, the depth of your diet mentality and how strongly it's entrenched in your mind, also how long you've maybe used food as a coping mechanism for things in your life or for emotions, and also really how willing you are to begin to trust yourself. So those types of things are going to determine really how you go through the stages. But the good thing is, no matter where you're starting from, you will always, always get there as long as you're willing to see it as a process and a journey. And the other thing is, it depends also on how willing you are to make this way of eating, intuitive eating, your primary goal. Because it's important to know and recognize that if you're going to be doing this only to lose weight or if you're focusing on weight loss while you do it, that will either stop you, like if your goal of becoming an intuitive eater is like to use it as a diet and to lose weight, well, it's not going to get you to where you want to go. That's number one. But if you truly, like in your core, want to relearn how to be this type of eater, like truly want to let go of dieting forever and release dieting forever and and never be in that pattern of overeating and dieting ever again, if that's truly what you want, it's just important to know and recognize that any focus on weight loss can really hinder that process and slow it down, that process of relearning how to eat intuitively and how to listen to your body's guidance for how to eat, what to eat, when to eat. And so you have to choose to really give yourself some compassion and give yourself some grace if and when in the past you've maybe focused so greatly on weight loss. And just simply know that that was a result of societal conditioning and of the diet culture and that you now can start to open up to see that your shape or your size or weight does not determine your worth ever or your level of capability to live your best life or your level of beauty or your level of health or your level of anything. And so as you go on this journey of becoming a truly nourished woman who is free of dieting forever and feels peace with food, feels freedom around food, know that sometimes you're going to move back and forth among the different stages that I'm going to present to you. But when you understand and accept that this is a normal part of the process, it helps you to see that you really are always going forward and that you're never backsliding And you're never not making progress. It's just that part of the process is having ups and downs. So just like in the scenario of traveling around the world, you know, in that situation, you may get lost in a city or may have a language barrier or have a flight delay or have a luggage delay. But that doesn't mean you don't take the trip because you know what you want. You know you want to experience all these amazing places and things that world travel gives you. And you want that freedom to explore these wonderful places. And you want the adventure of doing new things that you've never done before. And you want to see the beauty of the world and you want to experience it all. And when you complete 
you get that six months around the world, it's going to be this unforgettable uh, memory of your life that you can share with others for the rest of your life. So similarly, in the stages of becoming a truly nourished woman, the challenges and the detours are so worth it and they're never a waste of time. You practice new things with food and experiment with new thoughts and behaviors. And sometimes you may even find that after making noticeable progress, you might go back to old ways with food for a while and start to feel uncomfortable again, start to feel that unfulfilled feeling again, that less nourished feeling in the ways that that shows up. But just know that that definitely happened for me. I can I can vouch that it's part of the process, but there's nothing wrong with it. I'm very grateful for all the ups and downs that I had. And you know, just know that the challenges that come are meant for you and they show you exactly what you still need to practice and learn to get to where you want to go. So just like the challenges that come can come when you travel the world, you discover that these excursions into old eating patterns are actually enriching you and can be used as important learning experiences that are what help you become the truly nourished woman who is just this skilled, intuitive eater that's in balance and harmony with food and with her body. So on this journey... We're always, always kind to ourselves and we appreciate the insights gained from the moments of falling into old patterns with food. We always approach this process with curiosity rather than judgment. And we really want to avoid self-criticism because there's nothing good that comes from self-criticism. And there's really nothing to ever criticize yourself for. And self-criticism, it just can be very self-sabotaging. You know, just to point this out, imagine a child learning a new skill like riding a bike. And let's say if they fall off the bike and they're just having problems learning how to ride it, would you shame them? Would you criticize them? Would you tell them how terrible they are and how awful they are? No, you would not ever, (laughs) not if you want them to gain confidence so that they keep practicing and actually learn the skill. And so it's the same with yourself when you're learning this new way to be with food and relearning how to listen to your body and be the intuitive eater. We never want to beat ourselves up mentally in that process. And so it's incredibly important to understand that intuitive eating really differs significantly from dieting. Because in dieting, one typically feels frustration towards themselves when they're not adhering to the plan exactly as prescribed. And when we have this history of chronic dieting, we tend to criticize ourselves for even minor deviations from the plan. And then with that, tend to abandon our efforts entirely just for one bad day or for one mistake. And, you know, we blow the diet for a day, a week or longer once that happens. So a huge contrast here when relearning your intuitive eating abilities and becoming this truly nourished woman, the process is meant to have ups and downs. It has to have ups and downs 
But this is very unlike dieting, where the common expectation is to have this linear progression, and that that linear progression is expected. But that's not what we're doing here. So just like a trip around the world where you may make a wrong turn, you might get lost, you might have a delay, you might have to stay over longer somewhere. When you just allow it and you don't fight with it, and when you don't make it mean anything about the overall quality and enjoyment of the trip, then you can just immerse yourself in the moment and you can have it be an enriching experience where you just maybe discover something new and amazing that you never would have seen or experienced if you didn't have that wrong turn or have that delay on your trip. So we just have to remember that the weight loss industry, you know, which has marketed and marketed and marketed to us and has really become ingrained in us if we've chronically dieted, we just have to remember that, you know, they're promoting these do this to get thin quick schemes. Just follow this plan and this body can be yours too. However, the focus here in the work that I do and in what I teach and in my whole purpose is to help you establish peace with food, peace with your body, and to feel truly nourished body, mind, soul. And so doing this And going on this journey, you find greater satisfaction in eating and become attuned to your body's signals so that you really can eat with joy and balance for the rest of your life. And so this is a process and any process involves multiple steps with continuous developments and change as you go through the process And so we want to allow ourselves to stay present during that journey and to enjoy the process as we go through it as much as we can, rather than fixating on just an end result, which is what they do in dieting. Because thinking only about the end result can make you feel overwhelmed and discouraged and then end up sabotaging the whole journey. You know, if you're if you're feeling overwhelmed and discouraged, it's really difficult to keep going forward and to keep practicing what you need to practice to gain the skills that you, you know, requ- that are required to be that truly nourished woman. So we want to allow the process to unfold and acknowledge all the small changes and those wins along the way, no matter how small those wins are, to acknowledge them and celebrate them and appreciate even those frustrating days for what they teach you. You know, they are enriching. And by doing so, you stay on track toward really gaining the skills of intuitive eating. And then once you become that truly nourished woman, you're able to consistently tune into your inner wisdom for how to eat and your body's wisdom. And you feel so much better in your body and in your mind and in your spirit. You have that peace, you have that confidence, and you have that freedom. And I just want you to know that I also have so much compassion and so much so much empathy. Like I really have so much empathy to give you if right now you feel really uncomfortable in your body and if you believe that weight loss is the answer to 
allowing you to have the life experiences that maybe you've been avoiding and not doing because you're waiting to be a certain weight. And maybe this has been keeping you from living your best and most soul-nourishing life. And so I was there in my eating disorder where I was completely soul-depleted and just always at war with my body. And so I know what that's like. And if you're waiting for a number on the scale to really start living your life and you know, waiting for that confidence or whatever it is, like, I feel for you in that way. Like, not not sympathy, but just like, I get you and I've got you. And my purpose is to really help you live a fulfilling life, no matter your shape or size, to help you address the thoughts, the feelings and behaviors that hinder not only your physical well-being, but also your mental well-being and your soul's well-being. And I know the immense pressure, really, that diet culture puts on us to conform to society's unrealistic, thin ideal for bodies. But just knowing that, um, I just want you to know that focusing on weight loss can really block one's ability to make decisions based on your body's needs. So what I'm saying is I really understand your desire to lose weight and maybe your desire to change your body. But I want you to go into this process knowing that if weight loss is your focus, you're not going to be able to tune into your body's wisdom, its language, its cues, and its needs. And so by really deciding to let go of dieting, you're able to consume the right amount of food for your body's needs. You're able to incorporate regular movement into your life that brings you more joy and more energy. And this itself results in improved levels of physical comfort as well as gets rid of a lot of the body anxiety that you have, like when you're enjoying living in your body it gets rid of that a lot of that body anxiety, but also it gets rid of all the anxiety around making food choices. But if we stay fixed, fixated on just wanting to lose weight, it only keeps us trapped in the diet mentality. And that is never helpful, and it will never help us if we want to make real progress on this journey and relearn our intuitive eating abilities, and become truly nourished women. And now I'm going to share the four stages that a person will go through as they embark on this wonderful journey, because I really believe it's a wonderful journey. It's a wonderful journey with a wonderful destination. It's all perspective, right? Everything in life is a perspective. And so you can go into a journey like this of really changing a pattern and changing a way of being and see it as wonderful, even though it has ups and downs. So the first stage is called the attuned eater. And I call it this because in this beginning step, you are attuning to and getting reacquainted with your biological hunger, with your taste preferences, and with your fullness signals, primarily. And it's where you're beginning to make peace with food as well. 
meaning you're practicing giving yourself that unconditional permission to eat the foods that you love and you are practicing eating whatever you want without guilt. And so in this beginning stage, you are practicing releasing the food rules, releasing the fear around food, releasing the guilt for eating the foods you like. And you're experimenting with listening to your hunger, understanding your taste preferences, and noticing fullness signals in your stomach. And you are learning how to give yourself that grace, that kindness, as you may wobble, as you practice your new way of being with food. Then the second stage is called the harmonizing eater. And this is the intermediate stage where you start to really feel your natural intuitive eater reawaken within you. You're feeling more harmonious with food as you're coming into harmony in this way. There's no longer a food fight within you and you notice solid behavior changes happening such as those obsessive food thoughts are gone. Your eating decisions are taking less effort you feel more self-trust around food. You're honoring your hunger most of the time and not getting too hungry, not starving yourself, not ignoring your hunger. And it's much easier to gauge your fullness and also respect it and stop eating when moderately full. That's getting easier. You're able to separate your biological hunger and your body's true hunger from your emotional hungers or, you know, food to cope. You also feel more empowered in your body and just have greater well-being overall in that way. And with that, you start to really see and recognize from your new personal experience, like this is what you discover for yourself around this stage, that your past overeating patterns were never from a lack of willpower, but were really just the side effect and this result of the dieting and the restricting and all the mentality that goes into dieting. Then the third stage is called the melodic eater. So in this stage, you're starting to produce a melody in your eating. You're advancing and it's where all of your practicing starts to build into this pleasant, comfortable, free-flowing melodic eating style, such as, you know, you eat what you really want. It's easy to stop eating when you're comfortably full. You're naturally beginning to choose more nourishing foods because you know you can eat whatever you want when you want it. And so those old forbidden foods, those old can't have it on the diet foods, those are really losing their hold on you. You know, maybe they were your binge foods. They're becoming like no big deal because You've released that restriction. You've given yourself that unconditional permission to eat what you love, which means there's no more of this over-desire for them. And so when you do choose to eat these once forbidden foods, you're able to savor them and enjoy them and allow the feelings of satisfaction to come from them because the fear is gone and also the guilt is gone. So those emotions are no longer blocking your ability to be in your body and really enjoy food and feel the food and taste the food and all those sorts of things. So you're really becoming nourished by the foods that you eat. Also in this stage, you never feel out of control anymore 
things like binging does not happen and your self-talk is becoming very positive and empowering and it's no longer ever critical or self-judging. And with that, you're no longer saying harsh things about your body or to your body, but instead you're having much greater feelings of respect and appreciation for your body. And you are fully realizing that you and your body are worth so much more than just a number on the scale and that your body is worthy of living its best life at every shape or size. Like you're starting to really have more of these feelings and more of these awarenesses within yourself. And then stage four is the truly nourished woman. And this final stage is where you have fully reclaimed your healthy, natural design for eating food. You really trust yourself with food. It's very easy for you to honor your hunger and give your body food when it's hungry. And with that, easy to respect your fullness and stop when you're comfortably full. There's never any guilt about your food choices. Instead, it's like you treasure food for the pleasure it gives you, for the health it provides you. And with that, then you don't settle for unsatisfying or unappealing eating situations. You really start to set high standards for not only how you want to be with food, but also for the foods you want to put in your body. And that includes health, but also taste and pleasure and satisfaction. And you also find that you rather deal with your feelings and process them and understand them instead of eating to escape them. You exercise consistently for energy, for joy, for just movement, and for mental well-being, but never as a means to burn calories. And nutrition has become a way that you support your life instead of a way to judge or berate yourself for not doing good enough like maybe in the past. And your concerns about weight are gone because you realize your body just knows exactly what to do with food, exactly what to do when you eat, and you have learned how to really honor its wisdom and its process. And you feel empowered and protected from those outside influences of the diet culture now. And as a truly nourished woman, things feel better balanced physically, mentally, and emotionally, you are really valuing yourself and your body. And because of that, you like to take care of yourself and it feels natural for you to do so. And you're fully living life in your unique and beautiful body. So those are the four stages of relearning how to be an intuitive eater, and stepping into being a truly nourished woman who is free of dieting, free of overeating forever, living her best life, doing the things she loves, feeling appreciation for herself and for her body, for your body, as it carries your beautiful soul through this beautiful world. And if you're ready to go on this journey with me to become a truly nourished woman, and also wanting my help and support as you go through the stages that do have those ups and downs, you know, if you want help so that you can go through it and do it more quickly and efficiently and really learn the tools and the process and the information you need and the support that you need to do that, then join the waitlist for my upcoming Truly Nourished membership, which is just going to be a 
community for women where I have a course and where I provide monthly tools and teachings and also do question and answer sessions and things like that so that you really can become the truly nourished woman you want to be in body, mind, and soul. And so that will be coming. So I've created a wait list and the link to just get on that information wait list is in the show notes. And lastly, as always, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a review or just share with a friend or someone who might benefit just to help me spread the message that I'm so passionate about. (laughs) Thank you for listening. And if you have questions, reach out to me on email, hello at RebeccaLauraHill.com or Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And until next time, much love. Are you a woman who wants to end cycles of overeating and dieting so that you can experience greater health and well-being, more peace and freedom around food, more vibrancy, and more feelings of joy and confidence living in your body? If so, be sure to sign up for the waitlist to learn more about my new intuitive eating course and the Truly Nourished Private Women's Membership. It is in this private club where you can learn step-by-step how to end dieting and overeating forever and become the truly nourished woman you desire to be. Go to RebeccaLaurelHill.com to learn more.